You're listening to a 9to5.cc podcast. Hey everyone, just a quick reminder that if you're going to be making any purchases on Amazon.com, Amazon.ca, or Zazzle.com, please go to www.9to5.cc first and click the links in the sidebar or at the bottom of the page to support the site. It makes no difference to you, but it really helps us out a lot. Enjoy the show. Thanks. Hey guys, what's happening? We continue on, we press ever further into the depths of Fantasia. We're doing a little bit of backtracking yeah. this episode uh, from a movie that I want to say screened on Sunday. Hunt which for the Wilder People. Hunt for the Wilder People. Yeah. And then a movie that screened, I think it was, you said Tuesday? Tuesday. When? Tuesday. The Tuesday, Lure. The Lure. Yep. Uh, so I guess very, very different movies. I saw one, you saw the other. I'll kick it off talking kick it off. about the one that Homie. I saw. Uh, Hunt for the Wilder, piece, wilder People mm-hmm. um, from uh, beloved by me, filmmaker, uh, going to butcher his name. I think it's pronounced Tika Watiti. Taika Watiti. I don't think it's Taika. I, he was on At Midnight, and it wasn't as phonetic as it looked. Okay. Anyhow, I apologize, Mr. Watiti, for butchering your name. Uh, beloved director, uh, Eagle vs. Shark. Which was a great film, and what we do in the shadows, which was like that was fucking hilarious, super yeah. fantastic and hilarious. Yeah. His latest film, Hunt for the Wolves. This is werewolves, right? No, this isn't werewolves at all. Really? No. Nope. Damn it! You thought it was werewolves? I know nothing. <laughs> Clearly, carry on. It's uh, Sam Neill and give me the name of the other of the kid, the because he's a complete unknown actor. I think this is probably his first feature. Mm, I don't have his. Oh, I feel terrible. Julian Dennison. That seems right. Yep. Rima Tewiata? No. No. Uh, Sam Neill and uh, Julian Benson basically yep. play uh, a... Uh, I'll, I'll get a little bit into it after we do our intros. Sure. But basically play a man and a child who are kind of by choice uh, living in the New Zealand bush, kind of on the hunt, like on the, on the lamb, mm-hmm. because they're being like hunted by the law for various reasons. And you kind of end up with this delightfully charming uh like pulling on your heartstrings sort of story that's in a way like a lot like a more like a less disney more clever version of the film up where you kind of have like the parsnickety old old man man and and the the little like the delightful little kid who doesn't actually have any like skills like bad grandpa kind of like bad grandpa but not at all like bad grandpa a lot more like up in terms of like how it how it hits your heartstrings and, and how you're supposed to feel about the characters, and you're supposed to kind of have the the kid sort of winning over the okay. uh, the hardened character, and everything everything about it is delightful. So, what is the lure about Polish? Um, it's actually <clears throat> Polish, fairly yeah. simple. Yeah, it was a classic Polish mermaid coming of age murder um, musical. Classic, classic. Like really, if you've seen one, you've seen them all, right? And um, and so there was one. definitely seedy underbelly of Polish cities. There mm-hmm. was definitely a whole lot of nudity. There was definitely mermaids singing. There was definitely Polish songs. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So if you know 
where that's going to go. You know where this is going to go. So uh, there's two – uh, uh, the very briefest hint of what happens in the film. Two um, Polish mermaids wash up on the shore of the Baltic. Right. And they get picked up by a CD um, disco owner. Uh, okay. he, he recruits them to sing in his nightclub. Right. And one of them falls in love with one of the, the like, bands. The, no, one of the bands, the bass player for the band. Of course, because the bass um, players get all the chicks. Yeah, they do. They got rhythm. And – um. And uh, and yeah, and so it goes where exactly where you would expect it from there. Okay, where, yeah. where do I expect it to go? <laughs> well, I'll get into it deeper into later it. on. All right, so we're gonna re- like so back to back to Hunt of the Wilder People. Yeah. Um, so this movie, uh, it kind of it has the setup like there. It, in a way, the setup is like extremely kind of by the numbers. The uh, kid shows up to a rural New Zealand ranch. Kind of situation. Uh, he's dropped off there by foster care. Mm-hmm. Uh, foster care is like he's a terrible kid. He kicks things. He throws things. He smashes things. Whatever. Problem and child. Problem child. And that's kind of one of the reasons why they're giving him out to these people in the wilderness. There's going to be like less stuff for them to do. Uh, he really, really enjoys his time there with the wife and the husband. Mm-hmm. The husband is played by Sam Neill. Wife is, I guess, the one with the more traditional New Zealandish name. I think. Okay, Rima Teiwiara. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she plays Bella. Sam plays Hector. Okay. Or Uncle Heck. Heck. Auntie, yeah. Auntie Bella, Uncle Heck. And uh, then the kid plays um, Ricky, Ricky, Ricky something. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, so he ends up having a really good time and really enjoying it. And I mean, if you've seen the trailers, you kind of know that the man and the kid end up in the bush. So this is a spoiler that, and I also already made the fucking comparison to Up. So if you don't know... That obviously the wife gets taken out of the picture. Mm-hmm. It happens, uh, and then because the wife is no longer around, um, foster care says that like since the living arrangements have changed, they're gonna take the kid back. And the kid doesn't want to go back, but Sam Neill is kind of like this person a kitty crotchety bushman who's like, whatever, you're gonna go back. So the kid runs away. Sam Neill ends up following him, and then they kind of slowly bond in the bush, and then they kind of find out that there's a like a reward money out there to them because it kind of lo- it looks a lot like a kidnapping. Mm-hmm. Like child services sends uh, a letter to the house being like, "Hey, return this child." And then when they go there, they're both missing. Right. You know, I'm like, you're gonna kind of you're kind of gonna jump to that thing. something illegal's going on here. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. That's it. So, and then from there, it's just kind of their their little their misadventures that they kind of end up in the bush. They keep kind of having run-ins with these hunters. This is a comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. hilarious. Like okay. it's it's really funny. Even like the there's like a scene at a funeral home that is like I was just like giggling throughout. Like the, it's so great. Like the priest is just sort of like he's like in like the New Zealand accent. I'm gonna butcher. He's like sometimes when you're living life, you you open a door and it's just everything there. There's confectionaries there. There's like chocolate bars, and it's an easy door to get through. And there's chips, and you, it's no problem. But then there's another door, and you know what's on the other side of that door? And it's like a church. Everyone's like, Jesus? No. You'd think it'd be Jesus, but it's not. There's another door. You open up the door. There's another door behind the door. And you know what's behind that one? And everyone's like, I, no idea. That behind that one's Jesus. <laughs> He's tricky like that, Jesus. <laughs> he's just like giggling as he's like giving like the worst eulogy right. in the world. He's like, anyway, uh, hit it, and then like, yeah. like she starts playing on the organ. <laughs> like it's fucking hilarious. Yeah. Like yeah, exactly. So like like that that kind of that that 
that vibe, that weird, awkward vibe that you get from uh, Eagle versus Shark and uh, what we do in the shadows. In the shadows yeah. yeah, exactly. It, that carries through. That like the Flight of the Concords guys aren't in this one. Yeah, Jermaine uh, was in the previous two. They aren't in this one, but uh, it still has that that vibe of like you kind of like you encounter these people who don't act or behave like anybody normally acts or behaves. Mm-hmm. It kind of. Um, Sarah kind of, uh, I think, like, hit the nail on the head a little bit, where she was, like, a less structured, more whimsical Wes Anderson. Hmm. You know, whereas, like, Wes Anderson, everybody kind of, like, fits into this mold and, like, just plays... The character. Plays the character and, like, plays the the mold, but it still has that sort of, like, storybook kind of, like, feel. This is all very high praise. It's it's fantastic. This is, like, a fucking really, really, really good movie. It's, like, Hmm. it doesn't tell any... Like you said, the story is simple very simple like it's just sort of like a man and a kid bonding like like i said the, the crotchety old man reluctantly bonding with the the child and all that like that that's all there but every element of it is delivered amazingly the kid is like fantastic like hmm. he's like slam dunk performance out of a kid who can't be more than i guess like 13 14 years old when he's playing it because he has like has a good handle on the emotional drama elements has a great handle on the comedy timing like it is wow. fucking fantastic. If this movie doesn't get some sort of a wide release, uh, I would 100% recommend checking it out. And uh, I guess if I were to recommend it to anybody, it would be if you've obviously if you've seen any of the other uh, uh, Taika or Tika Watiti films, that's a super easy recommendation. If you kind of like the quirkier comedies, uh, like anything of Wes Anderson, um, I guess kind of. I don't want to say this because I think it does. I think it does hunt for the wilder people a bit of a an injustice. But like you know, remember like the Napoleon Dynamite uh, kind of films. Like mm-hmm. there's like a little bit of that, but like much more charming and less off-putting. Okay. But kind of like yeah. that awkward. Like people, nobody acts the way anybody would actually react. Like they they literally they run into the same group of hunters like multiple times in their adventures, and like the hunters just become like more bumbling and stupid as they go. Same thing. The child services. The child services, like, uh, officer, mm-hmm. I suppose, is just sort of like, she's like, I'm the Terminator, and you're Sarah Connor. And the kid's like, no, I'm the more like Terminator. No, I said it first. You're Sarah Connor. But from the first film, when she's not, can't do chin-ups. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and she's just sort of like, like, just like, no, like, adult would argue yeah, with yeah. a child that way, you know? Like, let alone, like, say I'm the okay. Terminator. Well, high praise. Let's head over to the lure. Tip top. So- Polish. Okay, so I want to I want to talk about it having not seen it. I just want to know if I can Please predict it. Please do. I want to predict it because you said that old chestnut, and yeah. I've been thinking about it since you said that. Okay. Well, how I think it plays out. How does it play out? Um, the go- girl falls in love with the bassist. Then the other girl says that like she can't love a human, and then like there's like a bloodbath. Well, you're not far. Nice. It's, that's definitely not how it goes though. Okay. Damn okay. it. So um, that was my shot in the dark. Yeah, like the, like. Th- the thing is, there's so much going on in this movie. Any attempt at predictability is impossible because there's like so much. Like even in in saying that it's like your classic Polish mermaid musical. murder coming of age story yeah. musical, whatever. Like there's all, there's going to be elements that are missed. And um and in fact, the plot as I as I like try it and, and like say find a way to give it to you succinctly. I don't think that I can. But basically, these two mermaid girls wash up on shore. They get picked up and brought into this nightclub. They perform an act called the lure mm-hmm. that they do that makes the, the nightclub super popular. They get um, the men get all like jazzed. The men get all jazzed up for these two girls. You know, like if they splash water on them in their human forms, they turn back into mermaids right away. They when they're in their human forms, though, they don't have genitals. They just have like 
like smooth Barbie doll kind of okay. like crotches. Um, there's a lot of nudity. These girls are naked a lot of the movie, but they're wear- they're like Barbie dolls, so I guess it's sort of okay. Okay, I guess. Do they have nipples? Yeah, they have nipples. Okay, so, so I guess like there's there's boobs. If okay. if that if Barbie dolls with boobs is your is your jam, <laughs> that's my <laughs> fetish. Um, and then and then ha- about halfway through the movie, it's revealed that the girls were planning on going to America, and they were just like stopping off in Poland for shits and giggles for like a couple of weeks and then one of the one of the girls the one who didn't fall in love says to the other one like hey if if the guy you fell in love with marries another girl then you have to kill him and eat him before sunrise or you'll turn into seafoam and um and so this puts like a bit of tension is the guy gonna fall for her for realsies or not right even though she doesn't have like proper genitals Right. Like, and then as as that was happening, and the confusion was mounting as different characters were coming in, and you're wondering what the fuck is going on here, right. I realized my mother told me this story when I was a little boy. Huh. And um, like the seafoam thing that like that it, it that rings a bell to me also. Like, yeah, that, that's that's like a classic. Well, it's mermaid a, it, myth. so this is like a Lithuanian mermaid story okay. called uh, Castitis and Jurati. Okay, that is uh, like a, like a traditional folk story about a, like an amber castle under the Baltic, right. and um, a, like a mermaid prince who comes and or a princess who lures a bunch of brothers down under the waves. Anyway, um. This thing was like super charming and super fun, and I think it, like it was definitely more of a musical than you're, than than like anybody is expecting from what my description is. So right. like definitely every scene they're singing the the things. Think a little bit like um, Reanimator or like not Reanimator like um, uh, Gen- Reaper Head- the Hedwig, Opera. yeah, Reaper the Genetic Opera or like Hedwig and the Angry Age, where yeah. it's like it's like everything is a song. Definitely that element is in there. Definitely the like. Um, there's this weird folk story like infused into the modern era. So like, right. you, you get that feeling where they're like, you have to, you have to marry him before dawn or you'll turn into seafoam like that. Those kinds of rules that everybody just accepts right. are only there in a folk story. So the, it's like, it's like a folk story musical done in the modern era with definitely like a dark Eastern European we sh- shot through the whole oh, thing. Oh, yeah, but you mentioned the, like the murderous element, like there's a bloodbath. Oh yeah. Well, the girls can eat people okay. and I guess they do just for funsies sometimes. Huh. Sometimes they just eat people, like, very like, bloodily and violently. They're, like, not nice mermaids, you know, like... They're, well, like, like, more classic mermaids. Well, with, like, gigantic mouths full of fangs, you know? Yeah, but I think that, that, that's, like, the that's like part of mermaids thing, right? Like, Is isn't there, Isn't there, like, a little bit of, like, a harpy element to, like, the mermaid thing? Where yeah, it's maybe like, a little. They try, yeah, to, like, yeah. they try to, like, seduce the men, and the men go off, and they And bring them. them down and, and eat them. Anyway, so yeah. there's a bit of that, like, violence... Under, undercurrent running through the whole thing but yeah, it's kind of weird everyone of these, yeah you see what I did every one of these elements like just just like comes up above the surface only briefly so that they're all they're all like part of the story mm-hmm. um, and so the only the only flaw in the whole thing I think was the pacing was, was there were some points where it got just like a little bit slow mm-hmm. and so like you kind of got what was coming out of the scene and then the scene still had another minute or two to go through its thing. And it was never never like a very harsh criticism, but definitely I felt like the whole thing could have gone a little quicker and I would have been much happier with the whole experience. But all in all, um, it was like delightful and charming and like way out of left field, way not what, what I was expecting from a movie. So I was very happy with this, uh, with the thing. Cool. Yeah. Super uh, exciting. Super fun. So who, who, who would you recommend it to, though? I mean, it seems... Seems kind of out there. Okay, it's like all of the elements are are strong enough to hold up on their own, and it's like weird. The music's good. It's no, but it's <laughs> but, but it's like it's weird enough. It's it's not, they're they're not like going to hold up by being amazing. They're going to hold up by being weird and and like you're just baffled and you're like excited to see how it's going to play out. So like 
there's enough musical. If you like musicals, you could go th- see this and just be like, okay, it's a weird Polish folk story, gory musical, gory musical and you, you'll enjoy it. Or if you're into folk stories, you can be like, okay, it's a folk story, but it's also a musical and weird and whatever. Later. And then, oh, if you're into Eastern European dark cinema, okay, it's really dark, but then there's also folk story, musical, whatever. Okay. So all of those different elements are there are strong enough to hold it on their own, which is very rare in, in a movie that does all these different elements yeah. together at the I mean, same often, time. Usually when a movie gets that busy, it fails terribly. It fails, yeah. And this one did not. So I was... I, I, is, this I from, was, is this from a filmmaker that, that we know, or is this like a debut? Or? No, so this is a debut thing, but the two actresses who do the Mermaid Sisters, and they right. do like a little bit of lesbian kissy-kissy between the two of them, as okay. you do when you have naked sisters right. from... Eastern Europe, Mermaid Land. The um, anyway, the the two of them I think are are in the movie that we wanted to go see tonight, but we're not. I Olga Hepanova, mm. which maybe we'll try and catch the screener because because I think they delivered an excellent performance between the two of them. Nido, Nido is is there, is there anything that that's anything. what we want to spoil? No, <laughs> I don't think I don't think we need to spoil anything. Nope. I think I mean I, I kind of did a little bit, but yeah. If you watch the trailer for the Wilder People, man, you know those are two very different movies, and yep. I think both are happy recommendations. Yes, absolutely. Do, do we know what's on the docket for anything coming up? I do not, but I know it's a busy weekend. I know tomorrow Friday night is going to be extremely. There's like a whole bunch of good. We shit definitely. Uh, oh, there's a Marilyn Manson movie. Yeah, we want to see the produced Marilyn Manson produced film. Let me make you a martyr. Yes. Uh, probably going to be seeing that. Yeah. Uh, if everything goes well, we might have an interview with the. Not you, but me and Walter. Yes. Uh, with the directors, the co-directors, and some of the stars. But not with Mr. The Manson. Not Mr. Marilyn Manson, because he's not doing interviews, which I kind of get. Yeah. I feel that like the, the interview would kind of just completely go off track if Marilyn Manson was around. You'd just imagine, if you would be professional enough to keep it on track. Yeah, but I can... I could get that so you don't necessarily know the interviewer is going to yeah, be yeah. like, oh, blah, 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 blah. blah. So, okay. I don't know. And I mean, he's like ostensibly a big star and that's not related to cinema so he probably has other stuff going on also sure other than just producing Bang, this banging film. his legions of fans boom happy Fantasia everybody uh, and as always like us on Facebook and Twitter say hi to us in line com- comment on things and do whatever you can because we've been doing this I, I fucked it up at the first episode when I said four it has been five years yep, yep. it was 2012 was our first edition of the festival. we love you Fantasia so we've done 20 we've had this podcast for 20% of all of Fantasia's wow isn't that crazy? That is impressive. <laughs> I'm impressed. Thanks for listening, everybody. Happy Fantasia. Hey, guys. It's me again. Uh, just a quick reminder. 9to5.cc is a fan-made, fan-supported website. That means we don't have uh, any sort of an advertising budget. The only way we really have to get our name out there is by our fans uh, sharing us, liking us, and supporting us. So if you enjoy uh, what we're doing... Um, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, we're there, uh, tell your friends that this podcast is happening, then it's a lot of fun. Uh, also, if you like what we're doing, we do have uh, a podcast for the rest of the year, John and I, uh, called 9 to 5 Entertainment System that we do with the other founders of the sites, uh, Scott and Sophie, and we also have another podcast that we do uh, through the rest of the year called uh, Go Plug Yourself for Myself and Walter J. Ling, uh, talk to people that have interesting stuff coming up in Montreal. So uh, once again, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. We're on both of them. Uh, if you see us at the festival, come say hey. And uh, keep listening and keep enjoying the show. We're going to try to keep having episodes pretty much on a daily basis. Uh, Fantasia's been so great so far. So, uh, yeah, I'm done. Here we go. Thanks for listening. Five. cc We're not working. Why should you? Thanks for listening. <laughs>